Welcome to Shady Grove Radio. I'm Dan Loggins. This is the day the Lord has made, and this is episode number 53 of Shady Grove Radio, celebrating 150 years of Shady Grove Wesleyan Church in Colfax, North Carolina. I'm so glad you're joining us for this podcast. This interview today is with George and Margaret Gasperson, pastors George and Margaret Gasperson, who graduated from Southern Wesleyan University in 1980 and took their first job out of college at Shady Grove. Margaret was hired as a youth pastor in 1980. They served at Shady Grove for 20 years and then planted a church, Wendover Hills Wesleyan Church in Greensboro in 2000, and they were there for eight years. So a total of 28 years, really, if you add in the years that they pastored at the church there that Shady Grove planted Wendover Hills Wesleyan Church. But I really enjoyed this interview with George and Margaret. We've been friends for a long time, and and they went into ministry. George later, after Margaret went into ministry. But their story is just a fantastic story of how God led them, how the people at Shady Grove really supported them and uh, helped them through some tough times and through some wonderful times to the point now George and Margaret pastoring in Florida now and uh, going big guns right now for the Lord down in Florida. So here is Pastors George and Margaret Gasperson celebrating Shady Grove Wesleyan Church 150 years. And joining me now is George and Margaret Gasperson. Hello, guys. Hi. Hey, Dan. And you guys are calling from Florida, is that right? Yeah, that's right. What in the world are you doing in Florida? Just bring me up to date here. We're both on staff. I'm the lead pastor at a non-denominational church in Winter Haven. I am uh, on staff. I'm uh, one of the associate pastors in charge of worship and missions and prayer. So Don Milstead hires you, Margaret. When you came to Shady Grove, what was it like? You, I mean, you're fresh out of college. You've yeah. just gotten married. And now you're on staff at a church. What in the world did things look like? Dixon Wood had just been there for 28 years. And Don was, you know, he, he he's 10 years older than I am. So it seemed that seemed really old back then when I was 23 and he was 33. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really young. And, um, you know, he was, I don't know, he maybe this is his second or third pastor. And it was a pretty big step for him. And so leading a church, you know, from a pastor that's been there for so long, uh, you know, getting people to follow you and trust you and all that takes some time. But it was good. Um, Don and I got along well, and he really gave me a lot of opportunities with the youth. I kind of came in like gangbusters and really didn't know a whole lot about leading a youth group. I had done done it sort of part time uh, in some summers in high school before this, but uh, I remember I had so much stuff on the calendar. I remember Gilbert and Olivia Hine coming to me and saying, um, we, we're really glad you're keeping the kids busy, but you are absolutely wearing us out. <laughs> 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 I thought, okay, I thought, I thought I needed to have every weekend filled. And so, you know, you just kind of learn the hard way. And it was a big relief actually for me. Well, you were so, always uh, a you were always a high energy person. I was a pretty high energy person. So I did, you know, I was doing youth and uh, started off. I remember in my first youth group, I think Eddie Trivet, uh, Luther and Naomi Trivet's son, was in my youth group, and Eddie Gray. He was a junior or senior in high school, and uh, he was in my youth group, and Eddie Hine, and 
just, uh, you know, it wasn't too big. Phyllis Kidd had been the youth pastor before me. And uh, so, I mean, it was good. We started off good and uh, it was me getting my feet wet, bless their hearts. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just have to learn on the job with that kind yes, of stuff. Yes, you do. <laughs> Kay Mills was in my youth group. Of course, she's uh, there's all different names now. There was a whole slew of Atkins that came through later. Kempy Marshall was in my youth group at the time. And then later on became a youth sponsor. Her sister, her and her sister were in our youth group. Kim Fowler was hired about a year later. So it was really just me and Don to start off with. I was doing youth part-time and I was the secretary and then Kim later came on part-time as Minister of Music. That really began the trio of us three working together for almost 11 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was for to have two females on staff for one thing, which was kind of a rarity for sure back then. And Don and Kim and I just worked, we just worked well together. We butted heads from time to time because we're all pretty strong personalities, but we were just good, good friends. And it was really a joy. We love to laugh. And uh, that made things good too. And uh, it was, those were 11 really good years of working with some terrific people. I had forgotten that all three of you were there together. Wow, that is kind Mm -hmm. of a a power Mm -hmm. team there. What else did you do at the church? I mean, you know, you, you, when you take a job, you never do one thing, you know, you're always out Mm -hmm. doing other things. We used to do a thing called Senior Celebration, and that was a once-a-month Tuesday event where senior citizens came, and we would do some type of activity or go somewhere. And uh, I remember um, we took a, I took a group of senior citizens to Williamsburg, and it was all women. And I think there were 11 or 12 of us. And so it was um, – I was trying to write down some of the women. I remember Abilene Dowdy was on that trip. Um, Olivia Hines' mom was on that trip. Charlotte Brookshire, some, a lot of these ladies, not Abilene, but a number of these ladies have passed away. Cleo Chandler, Panthea Bowman, um, Helen and Becky Rail were on this trip. And uh, we take off to Williamsburg. They were all about traveling. And I remember at one point, I accidentally shut one of their fingers in the band door. door. I think it was I think it was Olivia's mom. I can't remember for sure, but anyway, she was she ended up being okay. She was a trooper, but uh, I remember us spending the night at it was kind of a it was a it was a little motel, you know, nothing fancy. And I so there were two probably double beds, and there were two women in each bed. And so I'm in the room with these three other ladies, and the, of course we everybody goes to sleep and and the snore fest began oh my goodness and so <laughs> i remember at different times of the night i'd get up and i would roll them up on their sides <laughs> you might not want to tell his story <laughs> but it was so funny and then i'd go back to sleep and then somebody else would start snoring and i'd get up and roll them to their side it was really funny but we had a wonderful time and i really really enjoyed those ladies uh, Edith Townsend was on that trip too. Carrie Gray was on that trip and she is the most precious, awesome person in the world. So much fun, a part of all of our women's retreats. And she made all of our trips just the best ever. So uh, it was a good time, but but I would that's that's the kind of stuff I did. Just all kinds of odds and ends stuff, doing being in charge of friend days and, you know, all of those things that come along with it. 
during this time, George, you were you were I always called you a doctor, but you you were a PA, right? Uh, yes. And uh-huh. and what was your what were your activities in the church? Did you just assist Margaret or? In the sailing world, I would be called deck fluff. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's been a long time since I've been on a boat, but I know what that is. No, I, I mean I was just a I was just a regular guy. Um, uh, I was uh, I kind of helped out with with youth for a while. Um, did Did you then, sing in the choir? He did. Uh, I'm not proud of it, but yes. Yeah. Okay. So you were those, the, were those were great times too. Y- y'all were there for choir practice and all of that, and Kim had you going through all the all the paces there, all the oh, musicals. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you had a bit of a career change while you were at Shady Grove. I did. Tell me about that. <clears throat> Don't ever laugh at pastors, because <laughs> God might make you be one one of these days um it it was a uh it it was a a a career change and more than that it was it was a life change um went through a really rough patch of uh of personal self-destruction for a while and um that's when i i believe for the first time in my life uh I got on the same page as God and, uh, over time, not, not immediately, but over time it led to a call to ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, uh, Don Milstead recounted that a little bit to me. Do you recall a conversation with him about that? Dan, I had a lot of conversations about with, about that with a lot of people because, uh, you know, after, uh, after you kind of make a mess out of your life, it's hard to believe that God would, would actually want to put you to work uh-huh. in his kingdom. And I had to have a lot of assurance and coaching and, and um, a lot of men, uh, a, a lot of strong men in the faith had to prop me up. Uh, J.W. Phillips was a man that was just in my corner. Wes Brown, Mark James, Don Milstead, all those guys. Um, and then, you know, on the, on the, the friendship level, um, the, the three men that, uh, I owe my life to, uh, is Mark Dowdy, Joey Simcox and Garrett Douthat. Uh, the four of us, uh, um, those guys brought me out of a really dark place. You recall a conversation or something they said to you? What did they do to encourage you? They, uh, um, I mean, Mark, Mark Dowdy, all he does is point at me and laugh. That's all I ever get out of Mark. <laughs> that's what a lot of people do to you, Dan. And you just don't know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's the only one that's got the courage to do it right to your this face. Is, this is your story, not mine. <laughs> I'm just saying what I've seen, man. I'm, you know, like John the Baptist, I'm just here to record <laughs> what I've seen. <laughs> uh, don't get spiritual on me. But did you then, meet, did you meet with them for a Bible study or prayer or the guys in ministry Don Wes Mark Jack those guys provided most of my spiritual guidance Mark and Joey and Garrett did life with me mm-hmm. and, and that was 
in in many ways that was more important to me and what I needed than spiritual guidance. You know, I brought up in the church and attended all those years, and I knew right from wrong. But man, a, a man just loses his way um, and and needs some guys to to just bring him back, and that's what those guys did for me. And all of that happened while Margaret was the the youth pastor, I guess, there. And so y'all just kind of had this spiritual journey together. Who who came up with the idea? I mean, God did. But whose idea was it to have a capital campaign going on at the same time you decided to plant a church? <laughs> uh, that must have been Wes Brown. <laughs> I don't think so, because I interviewed him already. I, I hope he, that... That had to have been heavily edited because uh, <laughs> I just I just worry about Wes a lot of the time. <laughs> well, that's that's probably legit there too. Dan, you know it was um, that that just it it just happened. Uh, the um, the capital campaign was um, was. Uh, carefully planned um and man west had that thing uh just going in the board at shady grove i mean that stuff was under control and wendover hills just kind of came i don't want to say out of nowhere it was it was more a, a work that god was doing in me and and i came to west and i said west you know this, this is what i'm i'm feeling um, and man, Wes didn't bat an eye. Uh, he just said, well, you know, let's, let's just see where God leads. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's where God led. Um, it was, uh, so the, the, the planning was, was in the capital campaign. Uh, but the, um, the extracurricular activity that God had in mind was how Wendover Hills got started. Yeah really a big extra step of faith for us for sure but for for shady grove as well well what were you thinking all this time margaret with with uh george talking about planting a church and here you've put in a lot of years at shady grove yeah what was going on with you um when he began to talk about going into ministry, it it actually was a little scary. Of course, he began studying for ministry along with working as a PA at the same time. A few families from Shady Grove came and went with us, and uh, we spoke at a few other churches and had a few other families that came, and we began meeting on Sunday nights and then planted in 2000. So it it was really an exciting adventure. It was a little scary. Back to your original question, it was a little scary at first, but uh, you know, God kind of uh, helps things evolve in your mind. And when you're surrendered to doing what God wants you to do, um, that's that's what you do. But did did either of you, did y'all play church softball any? Oh, man. Uh, until I could barely walk. I mean, <laughs> if, if you were a man going to Shady Grove... You had to play on the the uh, church softball team. Sometimes we had two or three teams. Yes. Uh, at the same time, playing in different leagues, and and uh, uh, that was that was where it was at. 
Well, now I've I've had a few interviews and, and talked to some people behind the scenes, and everybody's got some lies to tell about how good they were. So, why don't you take your turn at it here, George? What do you well, What well, do you remember from church softball? A broken shoulder. <laughs> oh, really? At the at the Wesleyan softball tournament. Yeah. Uh, how did uh, that happen? Well, I was playing softball and and dove. I was Short playing stop. shortstop yeah. and dove for a ball and landed with an outstretched arm that uh, kind of broke my shoulder. Um, that was back when it didn't matter. You know, it, you're young, you're stupid. Um, of course, now I'm old and stupid, but <laughs> that was that was back when uh, my body could tolerate. Was it the same that shoulder kind of that you 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 broke in college? It was the other one. (laughs) (laughs) It 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 worried me that I had a deficit on one side, so I was looking for a way to kind of even to even it out. Well, that was the way to do it. Wes Brown had some stories about about church softball, and I didn't know if you had any that you could recall. Um, You can you can tell the Mark Dowdy story when Mark when Mark tore his Achilles tendon. Ouch! And you operated on him. That's a great story. Dan, I don't know if this is going if this is going to make the cut or not. Do I need a HIPAA form from him? Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so he makes a lunge and he rips his Achilles tendon. This is at the Wesleyan softball tournament, wasn't it? Was it? I can't remember. Anyway, so he, I mean, you, you got to fix that thing surgically, and so we fix it, and his wound doesn't heal. Wait a minute, you forgot to tell about painting his toenails during surgery. <laughs> Yeah. Before I woke him up, I painted his toenails, and and a and he couldn't reach his foot because his foot was in a big old long cast. I put a long leg cast on him, so he couldn't reach his foot, and so his wound uh, didn't heal properly, and we had to take him back, um, it, in order to revise his wound and clean it out, that kind of thing, and so put him to sleep, roll him over on his stomach so I could see his heel. I take the bandage off and that dude had put a plastic bass worm inside his wound (laughs) for me to find when I took that bandage off. And that's how he paid me back. (laughs) Oh my goodness. What did you think when you took that thing off and saw that, uh, we have, I had to stop the operation because every nurse in the room fainted when I pulled that thing out of his heel. <laughs> I bet they did. They did. That's oh, the best good. prank I've ever heard. That was good. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. I got one more story. I don't, I don't know if you can have put this in here or not. We were sitting in the choir. And when we were at Shady Grove, um, we were in the old building. About the time we left was when they moved into the new building. Now that's a gym. We spend 20 years <laughs> there and, and they get rid of us. And the next year they get a nice church building. But anyway, so we're sitting up in the choir and, and it was revival time, but there's an evangelist there. <laughs> and I don't know who that guy was. I don't remember his name, but that guy got really worked up and man, he was just going to town and, and some spittle began to form oh my goodness. in the corners of his mouth that turned white. And Mark leaned over to me and said, that dude's got rabies. <laughs> 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 the, 
the, the moment was broken, I can tell you. Oh, yeah. The 20 years we were at Shady Grove was just incredibly rewarding. Uh, wonderful people. Uh, you know, we had struggles from time to time, as everybody does, but we just made wonderful friends. And I am incredibly grateful for having had so many teenagers come through uh, our youth group, you know, where you have a chance to influence their life. People like our Mark and Tricia and Joey and Eva Simcox and Nancy and Terry Mills and Artie and Kempe Marshall, people that were youth sponsors that were just incredible folks. Um, wonderful discipleship opportunities along the way. Uh mission trips. I mean, there's just so many things that when you do life together with people, just, just make lasting friendships. And even though you don't have a chance to be with people much anymore, um, those friendships never leave. And uh, I'm so grateful for a church that stuck with us and really stuck with us, even through our difficult times with our marriage, um, came up beside us and came beside a George and really helped rescue and redeem and uh, get us to the place where, you know, George is in ministry and those years at Shady Grove and the people there are precious to, to me and to us. And I am thankful, thankful, thankful to God for the opportunity to assert at Shady Grove Wesleyan church for those 20 years. I really am. Shady Grove. Um, adopted us as as their own mm. when we when we came to shady grove we were we were young we were inexperienced um we um we moved to a place where we didn't know but one or two people in the entire community that was don and carol milstead um and by the time that place was uh, was done with us and sent us out we had we had grown up and grown old with them. We we had shared life with them, and it's it's because they had invited us into into their families, and and uh, it didn't take very long, you know. And that's so unusual for a ministerial family to be able to say that. Most most ministerial families are there for a few years. And, yeah, we love the people, and we're we're here to serve them. But before long, they're up and gone and moved to the next place, and not that's not the way Shady Grove did with us. They um, they took us in, and uh, they they taught us how to be adults. They laughed with us, and cried with us. They helped us raise our kids. They trusted us with their kids and their families, um, and they. Uh, uh, that gave us and me as a as a, as a pastor uh, the most incredible gift that a church can give a pastor, and that is a commission. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't know what else to say except for that we we are who we are, and we are where we are, doing what we're doing uh, because of the influence of Shady Grove. Yeah. Pastors George and Margaret Gasperson, pastoring down in Florida now, 
Got their start at Shady Grove Wesleyan Church in 1980. You heard the story, and there were so many more things that we could have included in that story, but just don't have time to. I so appreciate you listening to Shady Grove Radio. Shady Grove Wesleyan Church celebrating 150 years of Shady Grove. We have more pastors and more interviews that are going to be released very soon. Be sure and subscribe to this podcast and join us next time for Shady Grove Radio. Thank you for joining us today on Shady Grove Radio. I'm Dan Loggins, and if you have any questions about anything you heard on Shady Grove Radio today, send me an email, dan at shadygroveradio.com, dan at shadygroveradio.com.